Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Monday night at the Casual Pint Highland Row, every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room, and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Dustin Five Star here letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at CerritoLive.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts and take that subscribe button to Slap City. Live from Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Kevin Cerrito, joined on the other side of the glass, C.J. Hurt. And we got an action-packed edition of the program for you today. Coming up in the 11 o'clock hour will be the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour, as it is every week in the same time slot. Memphis Wrestling used to come on TV. It now comes on the radio right here on Sports 56. Dustin Five Star will be in studio. We will preview... Uh, the big fight tonight, it's, a, it's boxing, but it's got a lot of wrestling uh, to it because, hey, everything is wrestling in 2017. Uh, uh, Mayweather-McGregor tonight, we'll talk about that. We'll also give our official preview, our casual fans guide to this coming Monday night because this Monday, Raw is war, is back in Memphis, Tennessee at FedEx Forum. Monday Night Raw in town, a three-hour show. It's going to have it's lots of star power on this show, CJ. Brock Lesnar is going to be there, John Cena. Uh, the big names that casual fans know, and Braun Strowman, the name that people, uh, if you don't know already, will soon know, uh, because he is he is a rising star in the industry. He'll be here on Monday as well. So we're going to preview all of that coming up in hour number two. Greg Akers is going to join us in hour one to tell us why Nashville sucks. We're going to have a visit from Marcus Hunter. Remember him? He's going to join us as we're one week away from football starting. Football starts next next week. Technically. It starts already, right? I can't hear you. I can't hear you, CJ. I don't know what's happening. Having, of course, typical. Because life's about to come on, so there's got to be some type of some type point. of issue. Yeah, the game's going on now, man. <laughs> uh, there are what? This is the what games are happening this week? Tell me what is that like? Rice is playing somebody. Rice and Stanford over in Australia. Oregon State, Colorado State. Hawaii flies to UMass. One of those games already. Any happened, of those I'm SEC sure. games. Say what? None of them are SEC games, correct? No. So football does not start until the SEC starts. And we will preview the SEC and the Memphis Tiger football season uh, with Marcus Hunter. But we start every week 
going live to uh, Memphis's. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe Leib's laundry room. Um, I don't think he's there. He's in a different location. He's in a different location. Well, this is great news for everyone because his laundry room has not been very reliable. But we talk about the Memphis Grizzlies with Kevin Leib, who's the Grizzlies writer for the Memphis Flyer. Let's do that now. <laughs> Come on! Sanity. Good morning, Lipe. What's up? How's it going? You're not in the laundry room this week. Trying out a new uh, undisclosed location this week. Oh, well, fantastic, because, man, we got so much response during the live show, and, and like we just didn't even post the podcast last week's show because it was just such a mess. And uh, lots of people uh, are really upset. I do think there's a chance that GoFundMe will start to get you a new new laundry room, so I know the missus is excited about that. But a uh, lot, lot of listeners out there uh, upset about – I don't know if you need a new laundry room as much as maybe you need a new cell phone provider possibly, um, which might be cheaper, especially since you claim a laundry room costs $100,000 for you. Well, a new, a new house. I know. Yeah. I know. All right, Lipe. So not much Grizzlies news <laughs> this, this week, except here's the thing. I've been out of town for most of the week. And so I'm, it's harder to track the news when you're busy and you're doing stuff on, on uh, in, a, in a different state. And I checked my phone. I was like, what is going on? Why is the Commercial Appeal writing an article about Tony Allen going to the Boston Celtics? Has he finally found a destination? It's not Labor Day yet. I thought it would, I thought it would happen uh, before Labor Day. But now uh, – I'm, and I read the article and it's like, ah, it would be a good idea for him to go to Boston. So what is happening with Tony Allen? Nothing. <laughs> Just, uh, that 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 article was uh, there's nothing to write about. Let's find some hypothetical to discuss in the absence of real progress. Um, still no deal for Jamichael Green. Still no deal for Tony Allen. Um, yeah, it, nothing has happened. So the, Tony, the hustle had an expansion draft. That's the most exciting thing that happened last week. Right, and they did not draft Tony Allen. They did not. <laughs> they don't even want him on the hustle. But what? But so the, the Boston stuff. Like, is it based in some type? There's got, was there, that's just total, just like, let's talk about, hey, if you can't be a Grizzly, let's be a Celtic. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I can agree with that. I, I concur with it. But when I was reading Calkins' article, maybe I just should have, should have texted Calkins, but I was very confused because I, I, hey, they got me. I think it was just to, to get me to click, right? Because they got me to click. Yeah. So you got to see all those auto playing videos. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I think that's certainly a place that he would be interesting in returning to. He won a championship there. He's always spoken highly of the Celtics organization. Uh, you know, I think that's a place that he wouldn't mind going to. And, you know, especially if the Kyrie Irving trade actually goes through, which is apparently up in the air right now, um, you know, they could use his help. They got they got rid of Jay Crowder. So, um, you know, they could use some of that wing defense. But I don't um, – yeah, I, I think that that makes as much sense as anywhere else as a landing spot. But there's no, um, as far as I know, there's no no intel behind that. That, but location. it's right. But it, it it does seem like a nice fit. It's and I think it's something that would be very uh, satisfactory if you're a Grizzlies fan. Like, and Tony goes back to Boston, like that is a great destination because it, it wouldn't be weird yeah. to see him in a Celtics jersey because we've we've seen it in old clips, right? So. Uh, it's there. We, there's archived footage of him already wearing a Celtics jersey. So that that wouldn't be as weird. All right, so Tony, not really going anywhere yet. That's just a hypothetical situation. The hustle, the, D, the G League team, right? The Gatorade League. Can I just call it the Gatorade League? Because that's what it stands for, right? <laughs> yeah, I just had a discussion the other day about how terrible of a name that is. Um, the G League, it, it doesn't even signify that it's a Gatorade thing. You just 
have to know that. Um, it's a really, really bad branding. Was is the G like the Gatorade G from the Gatorade logo? Then maybe. Uh, yeah, but you can't you can't speak the Gatorade G. You can't like write the Gatorade right. G in your column. You know, it's just the G League. Subliminal product placement. Sounds sounds like a, a league that was named by Enzo and Cass. But that is a reference to wrestling that we'll just save those uh, for later on here in hour number two. Okay, so uh, okay, so the, they drafted players. Anything interesting on that? Like, who's the Memphis Tigers that are on this in the G League? We got some? Yeah, so they did say, I mean, it's an expansion draft, right? So how an expansion draft works is basically <laughs> uh, other teams in the league decide who they want to keep and who they want to make available. Uh, and then the, the expansion teams have their pick of the guys who are available. So these are guys that other teams did not want to hold on to the rights to. Um, so they got the rights to DJ Steffens. They have the rights to Adonis Thomas. Um, they got the rights to Jimmer Fredette, which is interesting. Uh, and they got the rights to Jamal Franklin, who the Grizzlies drafted in the second round several years ago. Um, now these are just these are just the rights. So a lot of those guys are playing somewhere else. I think DJ Steffens said on Twitter he's he's staying in France. Uh, Jamal Franklin has had a lot of success in China. I don't know where Jimmer Fredette is. Maybe working at a Walgreens somewhere. Uh, might pay better than the G League. So, you know, it's not a guarantee that these guys are even going to be on the team suiting up for the hustle. It's just these are the guys they have the rights to. Of course, the Memphis Hustle playing in South Haven uh, this season. It's going to be fun. We're trying to get CJ. Of course, CJ, has, has, he is verbally committed to trying out to be their PA announcer, so we'll see. Uh, he's he's going to try out. Well, hopefully he get the Grizz job, but if not, I mean, we're surely expecting CJ to be on the mic down there at, at Lander Center and, and shopping every day at the at the Tanger Outlet. Of course, the Memphis Hustle with, the, with their red jerseys. The expansion draft is it's in the regular NBA is tough to get good players, right? So I can only imagine here in the G League yeah. uh, of, of actually securing a good roster. But it looks like the Grizzlies have already uh, been more successful at recruiting Memphis Tigers than Tubby Smith. That it, I mean, that's what... It, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know... Gosh, I don't even want to go there. It kills me with rage. Looking forward to football season. All right, football season is next week, uh, so we do have an abbreviated edition of Kevin Sanity this week. But if you guys, of course, always follow Life at Flyer Grizz Blog on Twitter, that is with uh, 1Z. But not only does he write about the Grizzlies for the Flyer, he also uh, is the digital manager. So uh, every week we like to talk about what is trending in Memphis at memphisflyer.com and on their social media. So let's find out. Trending, 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 trending with life. All right, like what is trending uh, today? Uh, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird week for news. Our, our most read page, obviously, was the uh, landing page for the Best of Memphis voting, which closed at midnight, so you can no longer vote in Best of Memphis. And if you didn't, that's your fault. Um, so the top story on our site uh, that was actually a story and not just a page was, um, uh, yeah, it was Jim Strickland's kind of angry Facebook response to uh, some opinion piece in the commercial appeal that basically called him a racist. Uh, this is all related to the um, Confederate statue removal issue, uh, and there was some uh, suggestion that maybe Mayor Strickland was not acting quickly enough or not doing enough or not, um, you know, uh, that he was paying lip service to the cause, but not actually doing a whole lot to get the statues removed. Uh, and his response was uh, very uh strongly worded Facebook post uh, that also, I think, protested way too much about how not racist he is. Um, I'm not calling him a racist, but, uh, you know, you don't have to say 1,500 times that you 
aren't one. Um, and I got a lot of response. Obviously, the the kind of activists who started the Take Him Down campaign, Tammy Sawyer and some other people on, on Twitter, uh, obviously didn't feel like that was a strong enough statement and, and, and felt like he was um, deflecting, right? Um, but it is a complicated issue. You know, our state legislature uh, has basically made it impossible for cities like Memphis to make their own decisions about these things. Uh, and that's on purpose. They don't, they don't want, especially Memphis, uh, to be able to make its own decisions about uh, really anything, but especially Confederate monuments and school districts and those sorts of things. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not as complicated. It's not as simple as just, you know, the mayor is not acting quickly enough to take these down. It's that there's a state law basically specifically designed to keep Memphis from being able to take these things down. Uh, that he's got to figure out how to work around. So uh, this is this is an actual case where the, where quote unquote both sides have a have an argument. Um, I, I I do think that there's probably some kind of loophole that they can figure out to get them down, or maybe they can they can get um, you know the governor and, and and some others to put pressure on the historical commission to allow it. It's just, it's a very it's a mess. There's there's no there's no solution that's going to get them down fast enough for the people who want them down immediately to be okay with. Uh, and I get that. I totally understand wanting them down immediately. I want them gone too. Um, and there's, I mean, there's also no solution for the people who want them to stay because uh, it turns out the majority of Memphis people want them gone. And that's kind of how government works. And um, also government works very slowly is what we have to yeah. to remember as well, right? Laws go in, a, in, in effect and, they get passed, but then, then they're not they're not on the books. They're not enforcing them till two or three years down the line. So even whenever like, I, this one, I could see moving fast if they finally get approval from the state. Right? I could see that this gets approved and then boom, the statue's down, down, gone the next day. I could see that happening uh, because yeah, if it if it gets approved, that that will happen. I mean, I think the problem is the problem is if you take them down without without permission. Look, the state legislature is is. Uh, You've got a very conservative, very white state legislature uh, who is in, uh, who is determined to make rules about a very non-white, very not conservative Memphis, um, and and that's 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 the dynamic in play, right? Uh, is that they they don't want um, basically don't want Memphis to make its own decisions. That you saw that in the deannexation thing, you've seen that in the statue thing. So that's that's really the dynamic at play here, and so it's it's possible that they could actually really severely penalize Memphis for you know uh, taking these statues down without permission. You, you could see them cut funding to things. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a mess. So I, I, right. I don't really know what the answer is. I want them down yesterday. I think a lot of people want them down yesterday, but um, you know I, I'm not sure that there's anything that Mayor Strickland can do that would be fast enough for them. But at the same time, there's got to be some way to, to take some action on these things immediately that doesn't require sitting around and, and hoping that some people uh, do the right thing who don't have a track record of doing the right thing. And we're talking with Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer, talking about what's trending right now. It is, uh, of of course, the situation with the statues. I, there is something to like, keep the pressure on the mayor, right? Uh, Absolutely. You gotta, because you can't let it fit. Because this story has popped up before and faded away, and now it's back in the news. And you got to keep it, uh, keep it 
in the news, got to keep the attention on the topic, or it will never change because it's going to take a while to change it. But uh, we got to got to have. Uh, just got to let the process work. But hopefully, I guess I can see the frustration of like that's not even – is the process even moving at all uh, is right. is the question on that. Because like even – so I was out of town all week as I mentioned earlier. And you know, if you stay at a hotel, what do you do? You get the, the parent newspaper of the commercial appeal, right, the complimentary USA Today. And so I'm reading that in my Uber. And of course, once I, after I'm done explaining to the Uber driver that, that yeah, I'm actually reading an actual newspaper, yeah. um, he was very confused by that. I saw this story and it was – the headline is post Charlottesville Confederate monuments begin to fall across the United States. And, and this uh, write up in the USA Today has city by city breakdown. I'm like, all right, well, let's see if they're writing about anything happening in Memphis. Of course, then, no, Memphis does not have its own little section on here, but there's, there's Durham, North Carolina, Gainesville, Florida, St. Pete, Florida, San Diego, Los Angeles, Baltimore, Brooklyn, New York. So, I mean, it's starting to happen across the country, but it's probably happening. Um, it seems to me, um, and especially after reading this write-up and other ones, that there's just certain states where it's just harder to do, and we're in one of those right now. Yeah. Well, there, yeah, there's states where it's harder to do because those states have intentionally made it harder to do. You got you, the situation that's set up in the South, in Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, places like that. You've got these state legislatures that are very anti-city, right? Um, and, and basically. Uh, <laughs> They're all for small government, except when it's letting a city decide its own business locally. Um, so that's that's kind of the dynamic that's in play in a larger sense. And in Tennessee, there's a very, uh, you know, I mean, this is why Nashville sucks, right? You know the dynamic in Tennessee. Tennessee is a Tennessee is actually the whitest state in the South, right? Um, of all the southern states, it's got the highest percentage of white population. Uh, and Memphis is a majority black city in a in a very white state. And that, that sets up a lot of uh, unfortunate power dynamics that uh, are hard to overcome at, at, at the state legal level. So uh, and the deck is kind of stacked against Memphis being able to do what it wants to do about this. Um, but I also think that, you know, these activists are absolutely right and they're absolutely right to be keeping the pressure on about it because nothing happens if you don't if you don't push for it. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's this this is going to be a long, a long fight. All right, we're wrapping up Kevin Sanity here with Kevin Leib. Where are you, Leib? Because I'm sending CJ right now to bring all of your your washing machine, your laundry basket, all of it. He's going to go hook it up there because this is this place. I like it better than your your regular laundry room. Yeah, well, this is like I said, undisclosed. <laughs> all right, uh, CJ, CJ, any thoughts on this topic with the statues? What are your thoughts on this? Take them down. <laughs> is the I mean, what do you th- thought about the delay that they're not down yet? That, what do you think take about? take them down. There's nothing else to be said. They need to be taken down. Take them down in a city like Memphis that is majority black. You take that down. This is not a political issue to me. This is a, a right. decency issue. But take it's currently, it down. Uh, currently against the law to do, though, is the problem. I mean, a lot of stuff was against the law. Right. But I'm just saying, like, it's currently against the law. So who takes them down is the question. Who's going to break the law? And you're going to have to – I mean there could be some consequences. So that law has changed. you got to get the law changed, I think. I think you got to get the law changed. But anyway, I'm sure – Well, there's also a suggestion – I mean one of the possibilities out here is that you could like – maybe you find some buyer and you sell the park to the buyer for $20. And then the buyer, whoever <laughs> – then the statue mysteriously disappears and then that person sells the park back to the city. <laughs> you know, there, I that's mean, a there good are, way around there it, are, yeah. yeah. There are things that, that could be a possibility. And that's kind of – 
that's some of the stuff that the city council is going to be talking about in September. They 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 kind of kick the can down the road. The city attorney is working on the city council attorney is working on on some different options, right? I mean, they're they're working on it. There's got to be uh, some loopholes. Yeah, it's not going fast enough, but 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 they are working on it, and that's... I think those are those are the kind of uh, out of the box ideas that they're they're going to start coming up with. I mean, another one of the ideas is just build a wall around it until they can take it down. So you don't have to look at it. We're gonna we're gonna be building a wall, right? <laughs> we'll have we have Mexico pay for this wall, or are we gonna pay for this wall? Uh, I think we should have the sons of Confederate veterans pay for the wall. Personally, but, that's a good uh, idea. Yeah, I got you. So we're gonna build a a, a wall around. Uh, the money. That's a, that's. There's a lot of clever ideas, and th- I mean, there's ways around everything. I I mean, hey, you know, this is a totally unrelated topic, but like Graceland's talking about building their music venue right now uh, next to Graceland over there as part of the entertainment complex they're they're expanding on uh, there, and uh, because it's on private property, it's outside of the Grizzlies' non-compete, right? So there are ways that are ver- very simple ways to kind of get away from what the government can do versus what a private citizen can do. So I like that selling idea. That could be uh, that could be good. All right, Lipe, uh, we got to let you go. We will talk to you next week. Maybe there'll be Grizzlies news. Maybe there won't be. Maybe there'll be statues down. Maybe there won't be. We'll find out. Talk to you next week, Lipe. All right, y'all take it easy. What? How about that cell service, CJ? That was phenomenal. We have got to find out where this undisclosed location is and and trap them there. Trap them there. Only let them out to go to Grizz games. I want to go there and use my phone. <laughs> it's that good. It's that good. All right. Thanks, Kevin Lipe. Uh, always, he joins us each and every week here during uh, some, some Kevin Sanity. Follow him again at Flyer Grizz Blog. That's Grizz with only one Z. Uh, during the season, he's got podcasts and posts on his, on his blog, but just really there's not much happening. You really just got to make up a, a rumor uh, to make some Grizz news happen. But there is football happening. CJ will tell you it's happening this weekend. I don't believe it starts until uh, we see some SEC football and, of course, Memphis Tiger football, which does kick off on Thursday. We'll talk Tigers and SEC football with my buddy Marcus Hunter, my old tag team partner. This is just like the Shield reunion of SummerSlam. It's happening right here on Sports 56 next. Uh, stay tuned. You're listening to Serena Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high five easy mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, like kids' scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com.